Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mana and Coffee. I am your host, Henry Hollow. Glad that you've carved out a few minutes to join us today. Uh, I hope that you find a little bit of mana, just enough for today, that you take the opportunity here to listen, to reflect on life, on scripture, on the convergence of the two, and what it means for us living in this crazy, messy world. Uh, I pray that you are willing to wonder, to question, to struggle, to be honest with yourself, um, and in this time, uh, find a little bit of hope, a little bit of nourishment as we journey forward together um, in faith. Today on the podcast, uh, we are Uh, looking at a verse from the beginning of John that really fits nicely with uh, the previous episode that we did. And while there is no moment in this episode where any of Jesus' disciples attempt to uh, faithfully call down fire to destroy other people, the uh, gut-level reaction of rejection um, is just as present in this passage as it is in uh, the one we talked about uh, yesterday. And so um, I I think it's a good place to continue the conversation, at least a little bit. I would have loved to have fit it into yesterday's, but I don't want these, uh, you know, morning reflections or afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to them. I don't want them to be, you know, 15 or 20 minutes long. I'm trying to keep it to, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes if I can. And so we may do a few of these where we string together a few verses that kind of deal with the same topic. And uh, maybe today's will be a little bit shorter because of that, but if that's going to be the case, I should probably stop talking around the outside of the story and just get to it. So here we go. Uh, John chapter 1, we'll start in verse 43. The next day, Jesus wanted to go into Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. And Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael, and he said to him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and the prophets, Jesus, Joseph's son from Nazareth. And Nathanael responded, Can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip said, Come and see. I'm not going to deal with the rest of the verses at this moment. Uh, Nathanael changes his tune rather shortly. Jesus gives him good reason to. Uh, But what I want to talk about is this sort of instantaneous gut-level reaction that Nathanael offers up in response to Philip's declaration that they have found the one. And let's just recognize that this isn't a claim that people make just every day. It's not like every four or five days Philip runs to find Nathaniel and says, hey, we found the one. Um, If that were the case, then, you know, at some point you just stop listening. But uh, this is a moment where Philip and some others uh, believe that they have found uh, the Messiah, the promised one. And Philip excitedly runs to Nathaniel. Now, if this is the person that Philip is running to, then this is a person with whom he has a good relationship. These guys are friends. They've known each other, well, given where they live in the world. They've known each other their whole lives. Um, They've got a good relationship. They trust each other. This is the first person Philip wants to tell about finding Jesus, finding the Messiah. So with all of that there, Nathaniel doesn't hesitate to respond, yeah, not a chance, you said Nazareth. So that tells me just how little Nathaniel thinks of Nazareth. And when I hear uh, these verses, when I imagine Nathaniel's reaction, 
uh, because I am a fan of the show Parks and Rec, I hear Nathaniel's words in Leslie Nope's voice, and I imagine Nazareth as Eagleton. Um, not that they are similar. In fact, they couldn't be further apart. Imaginary Eagleton is some nice, ritzy, well-off part of town. It's, um, it's the well-to-do area. Nazareth is uh, the sticks as far as the... Uh, the region is concerned that that's the reason that Nathaniel's reaction is yeah not a chance whenever Nazareth is brought up but uh, as different as the two places are the uh, way that they are treated uh, by the people around them is very much the same uh, as far as uh, the the people of Pawnee and Parks and Rec uh, believing that anything and everything that has ever come out of Eagleton is utter garbage and Nathaniel really feeling the same about Nazareth. Can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip says, come and see. Um, now, credit to Nathaniel. He hangs with Philip here. Um, and maybe what we have here is a recorded joke. Um, I believe entirely in the ability of the writers of the Bible to have perfectly good humor. There are some stories in here who, that are absolutely hilarious, and maybe this is one of them. Um, but whether it's told as a punchline or it's told as a, a cautionary marker for us about how we respond to people simply based on where they're from, it is worth having that conversation. And I wonder about my life, and I invite you to wonder about yours, the people who we have uh, rejected out of hand, maybe avoided, um, whose advice or stories we have discarded um, simply based on who they are, where they're from, um, what their background is, however you want to describe that. Uh, we are, uh, for well, we are, we are people who judge. The long-standing quote, never judge a book by its cover, by its cover, has never stopped us from judging books by their cover. The quote exists because people continue to do it. And here in the first chapter of gone, uh, first chapter of John, in flyover country again, the story between the important moments, between the claims of messiahship, Peter's in 41 and Nathaniel's in 49, we have these few words where somebody's first reaction to a person because of where they're from, uh, what their background is, or however you want to describe that is, yeah, not a chance. And I think it's worth reflecting in these moments on passages like this so that maybe, just maybe, we learn that yes, the Messiah can come from Nazareth. Yes, Samaritans can be good. Yes, love and faithfulness can be found in the last places and the last people we expect to find it because our expectations are usually very wrong. And I love that uh, the Messiah and the goodness of God and the work of the kingdom uh, here in the Gospel of John are found in the last place Nathaniel expects it to come from. So let us be people who are surprised by the goodness of God and the places that we find it. But part of that means being people that look for 
the goodness of God in the last places others expect, maybe the last places we expect. So when those gut reactions come up, when your first thoughts are, yeah, not a chance, nothing good's coming from Nazareth, sit back and wait and see and hope. And when those moments come where you are proved wrong, where your expectations are blown, and where the goodness of God shows up in unexpected places, celebrate it and tell that story with the same excitement that Philip does, even knowing probably knowing his friend Nathaniel, knowing that as soon as he says Nazareth, uh, the joke has already told himself. And the joke here is that God shows up in the form of an infant with no power at all in the middle of nowhere and changes the world from there. Look for your world to be changed from unexpected places. That is the work of God. Thank you.